0: These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Captivating Clothes. It's so good to be here with you today. I have a super, super special guest with me here today, Kellen Faulkner. Kellen, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me, McKinsey. I'm pumped. Uh, so fun. So we have like so much to talk about. We'll, we'll try to keep it concise, but really um, where you want to focus the time on Callen's recent, um, some of the shifts that she's made in her business. Um, Callen and I are in a mastermind together. And just over the last month or so yeah. we've really come to know each other and I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with you, Kellen, Thank you <laughs> so much. Um, and just have, just have a lot of similarities, but also um, there's some things that she's done in her business that I think a lot of you will resonate with. And just in your life, I think Callan, you have such a beautiful energy about you and um, just your perspective on life and longevity. And I just really honor that about you. And I want to like really bring that layer in as well. Um, so, we have a lot to talk about. But first, Callan, why don't you give um, the listeners just a little brief summary of who you are and what you do?
1: Awesome. Thank you for the intro. First of all, yeah. that was very <laughs> sweet. Uh, a little overview. Uh, my background really has been I was a uh, technology consultant, I was in sales. I was doing sales, selling CRM implementations. I worked for us, and for those of you that don't know CRM, I think most of you probably do. but customer relationship management. So think like HubSpot, Salesforce, these kind of bigger enterprise tools. kind of worked my way up into being uh, the VP of sales for a, a large consulting firm. Um, when COVID hit, I um, they told me they couldn't pay me. So uh, I had to figure out <laughs> what I was going to do. Uh, at the same time, I had been starting a real estate investing business. I do land investing specifically. So we buy and sell land. And I had been doing some just Friday afternoon, hey guys, come on on Zoom, other land investors, and I would show people my systems. And you know, I was building my own CRM, right? Because that's what, all I knew in my in my job. And I had been doing some free stuff. Um, well, when I officially lost my job or lost my income, I you know, back against the wall, that was in the beginning of COVID, said, okay, I should probably create some sort of course or some sort of way to monetize this. So I started a course. Um, I just did an eight week course. I had twenty guys sign up for three or four thousand dollars, and that was my first uh, little light bulb moment of mm, this could be something uh, where I'm teaching land investors how to automate their business and and build systems. So, a little bit of the background on the yeah on the professional side.
0: In a nutshell, right? In always like right. so much more a ten pack. I want to go back to like this idea of because we have um, similar, you know, corporate background. But I obviously walked away. But you were like, oh, and I know a lot, or let go, or
1: like they mm-hmm. just decided <laughs> I can't yeah, buy anymore projects. Basically, just ended, yeah. and they were like, yeah, we don't have barrel this month. I'm like,
0: cool. Yeah, you. and I right. think that's important because I think there's a lot of I know a lot of our listeners are still uh, feel kind of. Um, I don't know uh handcuffed to mm-hmm. the security quote unquote security and stability of a full time job and have a lot of fear around. Um, going into entrepreneurship full-time because of that consistency in the paycheck. Yeah. and Like, well, if I walk away from that, that means I'm walking away from security and stability. But I think the truth is, and this happened to a girlfriend of mine too, like, you know, uh, super high up on the corporate ladder, uh, very prestige leadership role. That She literally walked in one day and they were like, uh, we're done with you. Um, and so and I think we have to recognize that like no job is secure or stable and yeah. in fact what you did, what you're doing now is creating more of that stability and security because like nobody can take away what you have created for yourself or the skills that you've learned.
1: 100% it's it's a really uh, empowering I mean I've never felt more empowered, than I do now. I mean, obviously there's times where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, the ups and downs of the emotional roller coaster of owning your own business are a whole nother side of the story. But with that is more income than I've ever had in my life. So yes, both and, and and a lot of the the way that I was able actually to fully exit and not go back to the job was uh starting the business with really good affiliate relationships. So every client that came in got signed up with the softwares that I recommended, the programs that I recommended, and every client right now, on average, I'm making $90 a month recurring revenue just through affiliate relationships. So that in itself, I mean, right now, just affiliates, I have about $10,000 a month coming in of consistent affiliate revenue, plus you know the, the ongoing of mastermind. Yeah, so I, I don't want to miss that piece because that was a huge part of that feeling. And we've talked about this Kinsey, that, that stress that literally overtakes your body. Like I'll never forget that, you know, those couple of weeks after leaving the job and you have zero income coming in, it is gut wrenching mm-hmm. and you don't want to tell your partner because you don't want to freak them out. You don't want to tell your parents. Cause they're going to be like, what the hell are you doing? No, Matt, go get a job. You have to gut it out. And it is really, really brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can believe in yourself and believe that there is a way, and there is are so, so many ways to make money. It's unbelievable. It's worth it
0: it's almost overwhelming. I think once you're exposed to this side of the thing, like the lighter side of, you know, it's like oh, the dark side of co- corporate, the light side of, Um, the, it's almost overwhelming how much opportunity is, which I think is one of our biggest challenges as you kind of like climb that ladder of entrepreneurship is like the focus and discipline to like yeah. not take
1: the opportunity. Oh, like that's the hardest thing. So hard. So yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. You have to put blinders on because once you get to a certain level, You now have a skill set. You're, I mean, imagine like Alex Harmozy, how many opportunities are thrown in his face right now? Mm -hmm. Hundreds a day, probably. Oh, we're doing this business. Can you invest in this? Can you do this? You have to have such strict blinders on. And I'm sure he has like a criteria of like 10 different things. Like if it doesn't meet these 10 things for me, I have to look at a business and really clearly be able to see how fast you could make a million dollars to be like, okay, we will have a conversation. Yeah. Together, you know, if, if I'm ever yeah. gonna invest in something. But even yeah. now I'm like, I can't even be having those conversations. <laughs> I need to be that's focused right. on my business. I know. And I
0: think that's another huge um that's another huge, I think, downfall of um entrepreneurs, even just getting started is like feeling like you have to do more or this like uh the noise, right? And, like I
1: cater like, to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, and really, really putting those blinders on, like you said. So Uh, real quick, can you describe or not real quick, but I would love for it to go back to, um, what your life was like when you were working in the firm versus what your life is like now, How, how have you noticed a shift in your life and like, what have been kind of the bigger, um, transformations that you've experienced?
1: Yeah. Well, I think out of the gate, I knew from a very young age that I did not like to be managed. I did not like to have, micromanaging, what, what's going on, pipeline reviews, like that, if anyone's been a salesperson, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening have been in sales, that quota and that number every month, and it just keeps resetting to zero is really overwhelming. Talk about overwhelming. It's already overwhelming, you know, having this, wanting this income, but in sales, oh my God, that was the worst. So I would be up, you know, almost once a week thinking about the number, am I going to hit it? Okay. I did. Okay. Relief. And then it just resets. Mm -hmm. So kind of that like nagging stress and anxiety for what, for making less than six figures and grinding my butt to the Mm -hmm. ground. Um, so that was really frustrating. And, And I think the, just, you know, every, I had no ownership over anything. It was the times when they wanted to meet, I was not able to work out when I want and sleep when I want. I mean, I have not set an alarm unless I do some sort of early morning workout, but even then I'm like, if I don't wake up for it I'm not going. So just me prioritizing myself, like myself now obviously there are times when I have to sacrifice myself for the business when it's really busy. Yeah. Um but for the most part I've been able to shift my life around and and put myself and my family first which is the hope, you know, we're not on this earth for very long. I think we all sit around and we're like oh we're never going to get old. We're not here for very long. So that was a huge, huge reason for doing this too.
0: Yeah. So good. I'm so glad that you said that. It's just like, it's like, yeah, the days, the days are long, but the years are so short and that's real. So so real. And I noticed that even as my kids get older. Um, okay, let's go to this first iteration of your program, which was this eight-week course. Yeah. How has your program evolved and give us a little bit of insight or give the listeners um oh a little gosh. bit of insight of like where it is now because it's so amazing <laughs> and beautiful. And I think it's important too to talk about the evolution because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people get stuck on like this has to be my offer and this is what it's like but the truth is like your business is not going to look any anything no. like it did and it changes so fast especially in those first few years so let's take take us on that journey
1: okay so here was the first client it was a guy that was a land investor and he's like i want to learn from you and i'm like Well, great. I would love to teach you. Uh, Let me, let me put some pricing together. How about we do $2,000 for 10 sessions? And at that time I still had my W2 kind of, it was like ish kind of rolling out. Um, But we'll do it on Sunday mornings. We'll do it nine to 10 every Sunday morning. That was the biggest mistake i probably ever made in my life. Wake up on Sunday, your partner is making pancakes and you're like, I'm going to go work for not very much, but you have to get clients to understand what the market is saying. Like, what are the pain points? What was he struggling with? What did he get really easily? And what is he like not getting at all? So I was collecting data. I kind of figured out that his systems were kind of broken. Um, and he was using this CRM called pebble. That's kind of what a lot of land investors use. So I said, okay, that was kind of this theme I was seeing. So I created a course. I did not have a curriculum. You guys, when I started the first night of that course, curriculum was maybe some bullet points, I just every week built a new script for it. I didn't have it built. I didn't know what I was demoing. I just every week created a new thing for it. I mean, I didn't know that at of time. Oh. Um, that, was, that was a very, very hard. It was hard. Uh, it was a lot of different things I was showing. It was really, really, really dense. And I learned I wanted to give them everything. Mm-hmm. So after that, I learned that it was too dense. It was too much, too much in eight weeks these, they weren't doing the homework. They would just start kind of not coming. And they, the guys that got all the way through it were amazing, but they had to put in like 50 or 60 hours of their own time, way too much. (laughs) So after that, I was like, Hey, that, that went well. I mean, it's a good money. Um, but what everyone really cares about is generating more leads. So I tried to flip it on its head of how can I, how can I teach something that is not as dense a little bit easier to roll with. And I'm doing more, instead of doing like nitty gritty, like build this workflow, it's it's high level. So then I flipped over to now I'm, well, before I was in our mastermind, I was teaching a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I learned is to really focus on one offer. So my one offer right now is I teach real estate investors how to fill their pipeline by texting property owners. So I have become the texting girl. If you wanna know anything about texting, call me uh and i do i ha- now have a course so we want to yeah. go into that we can kind of go into it but first yeah. it was all one to one and now we have a course more
0: yeah so and what's so cool is that like through this evolution you just got more niche and more narrow by taking clients yes. like Take you said on. and yeah. what you said was so freaking good it was like I, I like you have to get clients to understand what the market is saying. Yeah, and I think this is re- I really want to park here for a minute because I think a lot of people want to just like s- like keep thinking about their niche or it's like I have to get more clear first before I go create content or I have to get more yep. clear before I put my offer out there. It's like no, the clarity comes from like working with those clients. So just get clients, like just get clients, and like the it, like you said the and this was exactly my experience too. I didn't start where I am now. I started as a life coach and I just like got clients. And it was janky and weird. And I was just yep. like, "You." I had outlines of things, but it was like, I don't know what like, I'm saying coaching all, about marriage <laughs> right. on one end and like coaching about, and I was like, well, this is weird <laughs> and fun and all the things, right. Just let it be messy. And I think yeah. that's, and like, if it means on a Sunday morning, uh, yeah. well, I'll never do that again, but also I did it. And this is what I learned. And exactly. I, think, I just love that Kellen about you. Like, we're just willing to get messy. And I noticed that this is this is a common trait of very successful entrepreneurs is like just the willingness,
1: just try it, just
0: doing it. And like getting, getting your hands dirty and just walking, like just allowing it's like, it's like that leaning into fear of like, yeah, I don't really know what's
1: happening right now, but I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yes. And you know what the thing I've realized too, is a lot of people, if they're going through something, let's just say you're teaching, um, women, how to build their speaking businesses. That was on your last podcast. A lot of these women that are learning how to build their speaking businesses, they know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they pretty much know what they need to do. They know, yep. you know, kind of the, the high level concepts. Yep. Sure. It would help to get some, you know, okay. Simplify it a little bit, but a lot of it is just accountability. Mm-hmm. Like you're in this group, we're all doing this together. Like that's what my clients need could all yeah. the, Almost every single one of my clients could get this texting tool, spend a hundred hours and figure it out, have someone on their team, build some scripts, but they just want to be fast-tracked and it doesn't need to be so dense. It just needs to be, we're all in this together. I'm setting goals for you. I have expectations for you. And it's a completely different energy shift when you have a coach, a person just there telling you what they're expecting. Now it's like, I have this pressure. And as an entrepreneur, as a solo entrepreneur, we don't have that there's yeah. nobody telling you that this has to be done by next week. Yeah, absolutely. that's, that's what I, my clients are hiring me for.
0: Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Oh my gosh. There's so much there. Okay. So let's talk about, so you it evolved. I know that your offer now your core offer, it's, it was really high touch or it is still very high touch. It's one-to-one ish, but talk about before you added this element of group coaching, because yeah. what we want to take you guys on here is, Um, Callan, like really what happened is like, uh, you will, as you get more clients, um, and you get really good at what you do and like Callan, like people are just like, like chasing her down. You're not even running ads. You're, you're doing light, organic. or do not like
1: social. I don't have a social. (laughs) Nope. You can follow me, but it's pictures of me and my wife and dog. Um, yeah. And I,
0: I, I'm going to, I'm just going to come in and write content for you. That's what I'm going to
1: do, I need to, Um,
0: but you don't need it right now, but that's because you found your niche and because it's so niche, like people just keep referring you. And and it's just, like you said, I'm this, I'm the texting leads for real estate investors. Like, yeah, it's so good. So, so, but as you, but you, you were at a point where you're at capacity, right? Like, how do I even take on more clients when I'm doing all this one-to-one work? So walk us through what, what that, that shift has happened for you and sort of the fears around how do I make this more scalable?
1: Yep. Okay. So my prior offer was, you know, these, these real estate investors and specifically land investors. So I cannot again, staying on that niche for a second. If you are like, Hey, I want to teach women how to do speak, be better speakers whatever, like niche the F down, like Mm. choose vets choose horse vets. I want to take horse vets and I want to put them on platforms around the world. And like that type of niche, it doesn't even matter if your content is different. They're just hearing you say, I think it's more like equestrian vets. I don't know. Yep. They're hearing those words. And so right away, they're like she gets me, yep. like she gets it. Even though it's like, no, I'm not teaching you anything different than I would teach the plumber who wants to generate more leads, but it's just the marketing yeah. in the way that it feels Yeah. So to, to start was I just want to say on the niche thing Facebook groups get into the Facebook groups where the where I was in every single land investing Facebook group I was in. I was commenting, liking, helping, giving links, giving ideas. You know, if anyone needs help, let me know. Love to see your CRM. I can give you ideas for free. There was no questions asked. I just started building my brand yes. in there. So, not I wasn't driving them anywhere, it's just me. Yeah. So Frozen so calls.
0: But, and so what is fast, it's like you're just, again, it goes back to just like getting your hands dirty and just like getting in with the people totally. and just start talking to people. Service. Yeah. And networking and, and like, oh, being a human and having conversations with other humans.
1: Yeah. You need help. I see you have a question. I can help you. I yeah. can answer that question for you. I'm not, you don't need to pay me. I'm just, I'm yeah. just going to help you with no questions asked. And I just started getting those, getting those little Zoom calls, well, 20 minute Zoom call. And those started rolling into, hey, like I actually want to pay you to help me get this texting tool set up, write my templates, train my team. So my prior offer was, yeah, I can for sure do that. I would do it just myself and I would Zoom call with them. It was typically four one-hour sessions. And then I would do two-hour-long sessions with my team. So they would do more of the technical stuff, set those apps up and the imports and whatnot. I actually started by charging $3,500 for that. And then I upped it to Mm $7,500 this summer. I I took probably 25 clients at the $7,500 mark, but at three clients a month, I was spending about 12 hours doing one-to-one coaching. And you know how one-to-one session goes. It's supposed to be an hour and it goes 90 and you have a call right after. And so I was grinding, I would honestly spend usually Friday afternoons. I would do about four, three or four back-to-back one-to-one sessions. Mm-hmm. I was not alive like after yeah. that day, yeah. if yeah. I had any plans on Friday night, it was a no.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So on average, about three new clients a month at 7,500, I was making about 22,000 a month, you know, and, you know, when you look at those numbers, you're like $22,000 for 12 hours, it looks good. But then when you're executing, you realize if I want to bump that to a hundred thousand a month, right. there is no chance no mm-hmm. that I'm going to be able to do that without sacrificing my yeah. mind, body, yeah. and spirit.
0: Okay. Wait. So before you go on, there's a couple of things here. This is really important. So, cause I'm a huge promoter of, or like a huge believer. And especially this is one of our core philosophies in 10 K content collective or front end offer for beginner coaches getting clients is really starting with that one to one. And this yes. is what you have done because yeah, it is tired. Like the it is tired. Like I remember that season two where I, and I when I got fully booked, I was like, this is cool. And also I'm tired AF. So tired. But, but
1: the learnings of everything. 100
0: percent Like priceless. It's priceless. And growing there's a proficiency there that you grew as a consultant. As a coach, right? And really learning those people. It's about the learning and also learning you and your yeah. style and yeah. like learning how to coach. Like, forget like what you're teaching them. Like, can you like really be a proficient consultant coach? For, right? sure.
1: For yeah. sure. And so, what, like, works, yeah. what didn't yeah. work? What questions do they have? Okay. They, this question is asked every single time. Okay. I should probably just address that in a video before we even start this, right? Like, yeah. that should just be yeah, those patterns. And then the other thing, too. I mean, I've probably gone through in the past year, I really, we've had about 45 like clients that I have personally like dug into. Mm -hmm. I went to a land conference in Dallas in October and probably about 38 of my 38, 40 of my clients were there. I hosted a dinner for all the clients, you know, uh, the guy that was running it. And I um, shared the cost and it was just to celebrate our clients to have a room of 30 to 40 people that you have personally like dug into their lives and their businesses I mean the biggest cheerleaders I could ever ask for like I having that community now I could go into any niche anywhere it doesn't matter the money that I made like those are the people that are going to stand up for me all day long and be like you would be oh you gosh. have to hire her like you have to she changed my she changed my business so I Something wasn't doing there. it for that at the time but mm-hmm. now that I'm looking back building those solid. It could be, it could be five people. It could be building your first five that are just going to champion you. Cause if you have a client and you're charging 30 grand, they're going to be like, Hey, have you done this? Like, yeah. Yeah. Talk to Kyle. He closed a million dollars in six months. (laughs) I think it's going to be okay.
0: (laughs) Dude. I just, I, and I got goosebumps when you were talking because like, it's just so Um, it's so important that, that, uh, that entrepreneurs hear this is like, you got to put the work and you got to put the time in and, you know, getting to a scalable offer. Like we're going to talk about here in a minute is fun and it's great. And it's leverage in your business, but like, it will be so hard if you don't put in the front end work. Yes. 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 Okay. So, so you're at capacity, you're tired, you're like grinding with these one-to-one clients. At what point do you decide, like, or like what's the shift that occurs for you when you're starting to think about what does this next iteration look like if I want to help more yeah. people?
1: Well, you were on the call when all this went down. So I've been talking about doing this group training and my team was not on board. I have two women working for me. Um, they're actually sisters. And uh, one of them's been working with me for three years. She's like, they they hire you, in my opinion, because they get you. They get you one to one. They don't have to deal with anyone else. It's also a little weird, like you know, your tech. If we did a group texting, it's like, okay, you know, Hamid, you share your screen and let's see where you're texting. And so there was this idea of like, do we want? Are they going to want everyone to see the locations they're texting in? And I was like, look, I don't really care. I mean, if they don't want to do it, we'll sign NDAs. Like. I don't really care because I, I, I'm not going to keep doing this, making $20,000 a month. I'll just go, I just go get a, a sales job. Yeah, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. So the only way to do that is to group these guys into cohorts to take 10 clients on a month. I'll still do a 30 minute kickoff with them to set the stage and do a little bit of individual strategy and make sure they're set up, but I got to get them into a group. Yeah. So we went on to our mastermind call. That's why if you're listening, you have to be in a mastermind. I highly it's recommend so Kinsey's to, to, you, to talk this stuff out, right? Yeah. Like, uh, who am I going to go to? Like, yeah. hey, wife Hannah, what do you think? I, how should I structure this? She's has been like, I don't know. I mean, do the group. So <laughs> getting into that, I, I brought it up in the meeting. I brought my team to the mastermind to listen in.
0: Oh, I didn't know they were on there. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: They were both on. Maybe
0: I did. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yep, uh, Ashley and Maddie, and they listened to like Kinsey. You you made you talked about your shift. Um, another one of the women talked about her shift. So finally, after that, they were like, "Okay, let's try it for November." So in November, we took on three new clients. So I pivoted my pricing a little bit because. So real these- quick,
0: before you go there, I want to yes. talk because one I remember one of the fears you had said is like uh, not only the team. I remember you talking about them like not not believing in this. Yeah. Or not, not believing it, but just having fears around it. But there was also sure. a fear of like, well, like, um, I can't remember how it was worded, but I know, like, I remember resonating with it and I know a lot of other people can resonate with it, but it's like, but will they want to come Like, what is that feeling of them being in a group? Like, are they mm. expecting one-to-one? Right. What will happen if they show up and there's like these group of people right? or these groups of people, like what? And so there was a lot of just sort of like, And I know this is very, very common, um, which is why it's so powerful that you're talking us through it because it's like this, well, how can they, how do I deliver a quality as quality or even more qualitative service with, uh, without it being right. This like one-to-one only, I think there was this fear of like, will it lose its quality
1: for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are they going to get what they need for their own business? Because all these land investors are different.
0: Mm -hmm. yes
1: they are but it's as we all know it's 80 20 yes they all have little nuances with which systems they use and 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 whatnot um but what well, we can talk about what I realized later. But yes, that was a, a huge hesitation. To okay, the yeah. Quality okay. of delivery.
0: Okay, keep going with, uh, I think you, there was price and as like you decided yes. to offer this group experience, okay, keep going.
1: Yes, so one of the things uh, we learned about in, in my mastermind is the offer and the price. And Alex Harmozi talks about this all the time. It's not the price, it's the value that you're delivering. So in my case, it's very easy to take my service and easily look at the dollars that's coming, they're that coming into the business. And I'm looking at my clients and I'm seeing them bring in $100,000, you know, $200,000 in 6 to 8 months. Like that's a significant amount of money. So, um I've talked about like taking a percentage of it, but
0: just minor. Yeah. Yep, just
1: a little bit. So, I changed the pricing to $10,000 up front to start the process and get into the program, and then it's another $10,000 after they close their first deal. I put kind of a $20,000 mark on the deal value just to kind of be like, hey, look, I want you to make the 20K before you give me the full 20,000. So good. Uh, Which which, is so
0: brilliant too. And I just love that. I just love that so much.
1: It's such a great model. I put a little guarantee on there. Like, look, if you don't make 20K in the first 12 months, then I'll just give you all your money back. Um, In Alex Ramosi's book, he says, make offers that are so good. People feel stupid saying no to it. So that's what we have created now. It's like, you're stupid. Like you have nothing to lose. everything to gain by coming and being a part of this program. So we flipped it a little bit. We did, uh, they pay the $10,000 and then we do a a 15 minute intro call with Ashley just to touch base. Hey, this is what to expect. All about expectations. I have a expectations Google doc of, hey, for this guarantee to work, you know, these are the expectations I have. You have to do this, you have to have this. So having some of that set up, make sure they understand the, the flow. Then we book a 30 minute kickoff with me. So that's with me, Ashley the team's all there, and that's where they are getting that little bit of digging in, making mm-hmm. sure we're set up to really work with their business specifically. And then we have a two hour cohort session. So we had three clients go through in November. We all got together. I did a little bit of teaching, a little bit of video homework before, and then we got into it. They started they started working. We were sharing our screens. They were asking questions. It was amazing. And then now every other week I have office hours for them. So now they all they come back together, and then we do um, one more follow up session. Uh, so total in November I did five and a half hours of one to one. Well, not one to one. Total coaching time, and three clients that came in with thirty thousand dollars revenue, and then thirty thousand to collect once they do their first deal.
0: Dude, what so, is even happening? I don't know. And I, what I what's so fun is I actually got to talk to you. We connected the day. I think that right after Mm -hmm. you had your first group coaching call. So I got to like, see you in that energy. And I remember asking you how it went and you were like
1: lit on cloud nine. Yeah. I'm like, this is the best day of my life because they loved it. They loved it. I mean, they're asking, someone asked the question like, oh, it's a great question, Brady. Would I never thought of that. I and this is so good because there
0: this is like again this is you know this is for listeners that are ready to get into that scalable offer but as if you're not there yet just paying attention here but I know that one of the biggest misconceptions is like group coaching is less quality than one-to one coaching um, and also one of the biggest gifts I think that we can give to our clients in these scalable offers whether it's a mastermind group coaching or whatever, um is that community of people yeah like like my and and you and they want to help they want to serve especially if you're working with those high caliber people like and so and it removes this pressure even off of you to feel like you have to be the only one totally answering their questions and things like that
1: totally and then the, like now i can see like they are connecting with each other outside of this meeting so Okay. all of the energy that I'm pouring into them is being multiplied because I probably had a, oh, nice. a, an off conversation with Brady during his kickoff that he's now explaining to John that John didn't hear from me. So it's like, it's this whole amazing ecosystem of, oh of learning gosh. that you've created now and you're maximizing your time. It's just, it's the best thing ever. So good. Callan, I just love
0: this conversation so much and it's it's such a good uh, validation for other women as well to like, oh, can I, you know, can I still create that qualitative experience? Will people yeah. still get results? And like this, if done well, again, I think that you have, you are so successful in it because of front-loading your business with that, like that, the grit and like grind, just yeah getting dirty, like, man. And, and that's why I think it's been so successful for you. And cause you're like the coolest person ever.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I agree. I think that the knowledge And the confidence now that I have after going through the 30 implementations and seeing success and messing up and then tweaking and changing and digging into other parts of the business. It's like, there's probably, there's not really a question that I can't handle at this point. And the biggest thing now is teaching this to my team. Now that's, Mm. that's been amazing. i really feel like we're there. I mean, Ashley is taking meetings completely without me doing the nitty-gritty tech stuff and really giving her the autonomy to make decisions. If she thinks it should go this way, do it. I am not the expert in some of like in all this stuff. You know, you can make decisions too. So that's been a huge, huge weight off my shoulders. So fun.
0: And now they get to like be a part of that mission with you. It's not just like just completing tasks or checking things off. They're like creating or they're they're a part of that overall experience of the client. Yes. So yes. Okay. I just love it. So let's shift a little bit. One of the things that I was really drawn to you. Um, also we had this most amazing conversation in Delta sky club, which by the way, Callan got me all. Of, I'm like, I am like all in on sky club. That's for yes. another conversation. <clears throat> but the other side of this piece is like this, the grind and the dark side of being an overachiever, uh, mm-hmm. like a, an obsessed learner and like all these things. And what is really important to both Callan and I is like the health component and like actually taking care of your body and Callan, you're so, um, just your approach to longevity and health, I think is really beautiful. And I, we just had a really amazing conversation, but I think it's important because anytime I can, yes, we want to talk about business and um, how you can make more money and work less. Like that's so cool. But the most important piece to these conversations, I think is like, how does this look in your life? Because, uh, and and like, how are you also taking care of yourself, um, so that you are happy and that you're restful. And, um, can you talk a little bit about like your perspective on that and why, like, what, how do you, what is the lens that you have, How do you see health and like, what's most important to you in that regard?
1: Yeah, I could talk for a long time about this. So we are, you're going to have to cut me off. Yes. So here's the evolution of where it happened for me. I I mentioned I was in sales. My first job out of college was commission only sales. So I only made money when I sold products. That was that first click of, okay, if I don't feel well and I don't feel energized and optimized, then I'm not going to make cold calls. So there was a direct, and I'm a, a Enneagram three for anyone knows, I think in has 2 just mm-hmm. high achievement. I want to achieve. Uh, I am motivated by money. So that was a, that was a big motivation for me. It's like, okay, now my sleep is dictating how much money I make. Mm-hmm. So starting to create this why uh, that was originally my why. So, you know, you're 21. You're like, I want to make, I want to make some money. So we started getting into just learning, in, uh, my wife and I, just learning kind of the foundations of health for feeling the best we can feel. Mm-hmm. I started to follow um, a man named Peter Atiyah, A-T-T-I-A, and he is a, a doctor. Uh, he, he's, he focuses on applying the science of longevity to everything, and he has a concept called the centenarian decathlon. And this is this decathlon that he wants to be able to complete when he's 90 years old. So a couple of the items that he wants to be able to do when he's 90 is walk up the stairs with two 10 pound grocery bags so that if he lives in an apartment or a place with stairs, there is no problem. He's 90. He can handle it. He doesn't need an elevator. Another movement is taking a 30 pound suitcase, pushing it over his head into the uh, plane uh, luggage compartment so that he can go visit his grandkids. And there's no hesitation to him traveling. Yeah. Learning about some of these things, I'm like, yeah, like I saw my grandparents just whittle away. Mm-hmm. Their bodies whittled away. They weren't able to walk. They were in wheelchairs. They never did strength a day in their life. And part of that's the generation. They just didn't learn. They didn't have access to this type of information. And we're now in this place where I'm making a commitment to I don't need to be the fittest. I don't need to run a sub six mile like I used to be able to. <laughs> I just want to be. A feel amazing every day. Obviously, there'll be some days where we're just not 100%, but as much as I possibly can, feel amazing so I can live life to the fullest. And then, even more importantly, when I'm 80, 90, I wanna be able to do anything that I wanna do golf, tennis, pickleball, run with the grandkids. I don't wanna worry about falling and breaking a hip. I wanna have balance and stability and mobility. And so that's, uh, that's kind of the foundation to, to health right now in my life. So
0: good. And this was something that we connected over because, uh, same thing for me as overachiever, it's like, I have to go balls to the wall in all areas of my life, including exercise. So if I'm not running a half marathon, I must be failing. If I'm not in the gym for an hour, I must not be fit enough. And this really resonated with me because for me, like all I've been doing is walking and, and it feels good and I love it, but I, there's also that nagging thought. Around, like, well, am I doing enough? And your perspective, I never really considered the longevity piece. It's like you think about living longer and like you think about health. But when you think about it in context to that, like, oh, I just want to be able to walk up the stairs and not hurt when I'm 60. Like, that puts everything into into a really beautiful frame. And if you can just do the things that allow your muscles and your bones and all the things to do what they need to do and stay healthy, I think that like simplifies, but what I think is important in in tying back to us taking care of ourselves as women, as moms, as wives, as friends, as business owners, as coaches is like, um, it all is, is interwoven. And if you feel like you're at the, at capacity in emo like emotionally, mentally, physically, yeah. it's time to take a look at like what parts of your life are out of balance and where are you trying to do too much? Yeah. Because like you said, it's all really, if you're not getting big enough results or you're not making enough money, it's like, you can't just keep working harder or like
1: sleeping less no. or not taking care of your body. Totally. It's so true. I went through that period towards the end of the summer and we, we do go through these and we yes. should, we mm-hmm. should go through these seasons of push and, and rest. Mm-hmm. And I think what we miss is we miss rest. If you look at a, at a, an athlete or a marathon or training for the marathon, they're not running marathons the entire t- time they're training. They're going there. If you guys know heart rate zones, they're in zone two, which is just conversational pace, breathing through their nose, very calm, collected, you know, pushing themselves a little, that's 80% of their training. Mm. 20% of the time they are doing high intensity interval training, track workouts, explosive power movements, 20% of the time. Now, obviously as entrepreneurs, we're going to be a little bit more, you know, on the 50% of the time we're pushing, but so important that we're recognizing and building our rest periods, even in our days, yeah. there's something that happens when your brain goes into this rest period and it's called the default neural default neural network. I think it's called whatever it's called the resting, resting literally. part of your brain. Um, and what happens is when we go into this, the resting is just when you're petting your dog, you're in the shower, you have no inputs. There's nothing that's coming in. You are just yeah. literally staring at the whatever. When that happens, the scientists also call it the imagination network. Our brain goes into a different type of function where we're just in a creative space. That's why we always get these ideas in the shower because you're not looking at your phone. You're not talking to anybody. You're not listening to a podcast. You're not listening to a book. And I've been trying to focus on this. I know you have too, Kenzie, as entrepreneurs focusing on, I don't need to be listening to a book when I go on my jog. Like what a concept. And that is scary. For someone like me, I'm always listening to a podcast or listening to a book or learning something, but that's inputs. I can't have inputs if I'm trying to get into that creative imagination. zone. Yeah,
0: huge. And I think, I think, again, it goes back to like that overachiever. It's like, well, we should always be learning. It's inefficient not to be doing more than one thing (laughs) at a time. But I think we're both on this journey of like elimination and like that, uh, that true, you know, you can call it self-care or whatever, but like, is it alignment to taking care of your body for longevity? And if you're sacrificing your body, um, at the expense of your business, like we got to ch- turn that around and uh, sure. figure out what, sure. and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, you know, have like have a better like have 12 things, 12 steps in your morning routine and, you know, go oh. to the gym for two hours and to your job. Like they're very simple, right? It's so such, simple. Such simple shifts. So
1: I think something that everyone on this that's listening to this right now could do is, and this is really hard is a digital sunset
0: It just, just more.
1: during the day. So today, I don't know what time you're listening to this, maybe tomorrow around five, it's very difficult for us to stop to just turn the, the brain off of working. We've been working all day long. Your brain's in that period. You bring your phone from your home office into the kitchen. It, it's following you. Like it's not over. You have not created a boundary. Oh, I wish I had it. We recently got something called a, you can just go on Amazon and search for phone lockbox. I think it's called. Oh, and it is a time lock container. And you just put your phone right in there and you set the timer and that baby locks in I mean, unless you got like a sledgehammer or something, um, it locks and there is an actual physiological change that happens in my body when mm-hmm. my phone is in there, which is really scary, but it's like, I find myself, I look for it. I'm like, Oh, where is it? I should check that for the time. No, there's a time. There's a clock on the wall. You don't need it for anything That's
0: So funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. So I would highly recommend even pulling that away creates more of like this, ugh, like, Okay. Like it's just me and my family and whatever we're doing. And that even that is that rest period that we all need. Mm, way that's more. so
0: good. Yeah. Rest these days looks different than it, what it used to. Right. Yep. That, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, I feel like we could talk about this forever. I know but we, we might have, to have a part two. This part is so two. good. I think Callum, you're such a beautiful human and also a beautiful representation of what's possible, right? Like you're caring for yourself. You, you nurture your relationships. You, I uh, love you, what you do. You love your business and also right. You're, you're crushing it. Like you can have it all right. Of course it doesn't happen overnight and there's still darker seasons. There's still those really push seasons But you are just such a beautiful um, representation of what's possible when you really intentionally have awareness to these, all these aspects to your life. um, And just like freaking, like, are willing to claim it as your own. Thank And so I just really thank you for like pouring into the listeners today and taking time out of your day to be here with me today. It was so, so special
1: time. Thank you for having me. I loved it. We could keep going as always.
0: I know. I appreciate Um, you. This is great. (laughs) So I'll drop, um, your info in the show notes so people can go look at you, um, and go stalk you cause you're <laughs> stockable, you're stockable worthy. Um, but again, thank you for being here.
1: Thanks for having me. It was awesome.
0: Bye guys. Hey, you, thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinzimackus.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.